Good morning, everybody. We want to welcome you and thank you for joining us for Sunday morning worship. As you hop on, we want to just take a moment and say hello to everybody and thank you for joining us. And so, if you'll say hello as you hop on, then we would appreciate it. Good morning, Mr. Russell, Major Russell, all the way. How are you doing this morning, sir? Let's see. Take a moment. All right. We're going to start our morning service with a time of prayer. And so as you hop on, if you have a prayer concern that you would like us to share, and be in prayer for, I invite you to leave it in the comments so that we could lift it up and pray together as a corporate body of believers. And so if you have any prayer concerns, we invite you to do so, to chime in, leave them in the comments. If you don't want to leave it in the comments, um, feel free to message us or direct message us on our Facebook page, and we will be in prayer for that. But if you have any prayer concerns, we invite you to just type them in the comments and we'll take a moment in prayer. We definitely want to be in prayer for everybody. Good morning, Miss Teresa. Good morning, Bree. Good morning, everybody joining us. We're very excited to be able to be here with you. We're going to be talking out of the book of Psalms in a little bit. But we're just going to take the morning to open with prayer. If you have any spoken prayer concerns at this time, we invite you to go ahead and put them in the comments. We'll lift them up. We want to pray for our world, our country, our community, as we continue to recover and move along and deal with the things that have been happening lately with us. So... It's been a very trying time these past couple of few weeks. And so, good morning. We just want to take a moment to pray for everybody who needs the Lord. And we all need him, don't we? And so, as we pray, if you do have a comment, a prayer concern that you would like us to pray for, go ahead and do so in the comments. We will definitely lift that up for you. But let's pray. Our most gracious and heavenly Father, We humbly approach your throne this day. We thank you, Lord, for all that you have done for us. We thank you for all that you will do. We thank you for your son, Jesus, and we thank you for your love. We just ask right now, we pray for healing for our world, Lord deliverance from this virus. We pray protection for those who are working on the front lines, Lord. We pray for those who are faced with times of uncertainty and worry, that you would be their strength, their source of provision. And we just ask that you be with us now. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. All right. We're going to be looking at the book of Psalms. And so as we do, I'll give you guys a moment to go ahead and tune 
find it, we're going to be looking at Psalms. Psalm chapter 42. So while we're there in Psalms 42, just want to take a moment and check in with everybody. How is everybody doing today? It's been a little different, cold, trying time. April has been an April unlike any April we have ever experienced. And so, the missed celebrations, the isolation, the loneliness, it can all serve to make a person discouraged. And so I wanna check in with you guys and see how are you doing? Is anyone feeling a little discouraged out there? Or have you been discouraged at all during this April unlike any others? We see some feeling okay, some are feeling a little better. And that's what we're going to look at when we look at Psalms. Now, Discouragement can be described and defined as the definition, the deprivation, the lack of confidence, the lack of courage, being overcome by fear and despair. Sometimes discouragement can make a person feel so beat down that they don't even know which way to go from here. Studies have shown that during this time in which the world has been faced with a pandemic, depression has been rampant as people have been alone, isolated, and discouraged. And here's the thing, as Christians, we are not promised that we will never feel discouraged. But what we are promised is hope. And we can see that there are going to be times and moments in life where you know what we may feel overcome. But there's hope. And if you've ever read through some of the Psalms, you'll see that the Psalmists go through a very similar journey that a lot of Christians go through. And so I just want to read 
Psalms 42, we're going to be looking at the first 11 verses. As the deer longs for streams of water, so I long for you, O God. I thirst for God, the living God. Where can I go and stand before him? Day and night I have only tears for food, while my enemies continually taunt me, saying, Where is this God of yours? My heart is breaking as I remember how it used to be. I walked among the crowds of worshipers, leading a great procession to the house of God, singing for joy and giving thanks amid the sound of a great celebration. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I, I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Savior and my God. Now, now I am deeply discouraged, but, but I will remember you, even from distant Mount Hermon, the source of the Jordan, from the land of Mount Mizar. I hear the tumult of the raging seas as your waves and surging tides sweep over me. But each day, the Lord pours his unfailing love upon me, and through each night, I sing his songs, praying to God who gives me life. O oh God, my rock, I cry, why have you forgotten me? Why must I wander around in grief, oppressed by my enemies? Their taunts break my bones. They scoffed. Where is this God of yours? Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again, my Savior and my God. Change. Verse 4 of Psalms 42 kind of sounds like where we're at right now, doesn't it? He talks about remembering, being able to gather together in a group of worshipers, leading a procession, being able to join together as a family of believers. And things have changed. They're no longer joining in together. Sounds kind of something like we're facing now, doesn't it? My heart breaks as I remember how it used to be. Change can shake people's faith. Change can bring discouragement. A change of view, a change of the future, a loss of comfort, things not being like they used to be. Worrying with fear over the unknown future. Facing failure. We are going through what people describe as unprecedented times because of a virus called novel COVID-19. All of that means it's something we haven't seen before. But 
while that can cause grief and discouragement. While it can seem like it weighs us down. While we might feel just like the psalmist in verse 9, wandering in our grief. Haunted by their disbelief. We can progress and move onwards. It is a natural process to grieve. As Christians, there will be time where we will grieve whether it be from a loss of a job, family problems or issues, health issues, loss of a loved one, there are going to be times where we feel grief. But it's important for us to recognize where are God is. Those enemies that try to taunt us, who discourage us, whose words are so harmful it feels like they break bones. When we can remember our God and where he is, then we will find our hope. You see, true discouragement, eternal discouragement, comes from separation from God. When we feel separated from him, when we are separated from him, there is nothing to prevent the weight of the world from crushing us. When we lose sight of who our true source of hope is, then we lose hope. The hope that we may find in other things will not last. And so, if we want to overcome discouragement, worry, and fear, we need to put our hope in God and praise him, our Savior and our God, just like the psalmist says. He says it twice, in fact. He says it in verse 5 and then in verse 11. He's just like us. Sometimes, we can lose sight. Sometimes the weight of the world can feel upon our shoulders heavy, burdensome. It's exactly what the psalmist is going through. He's writing, he's struggling, but through it, through talking it out, through talking to the Lord, he begins to recognize 
he is not alone. While others may ask where his God is, he knows. So how can we know? How can we remember God's faithfulness? The same way the psalmist did. You see the progression. He talks about having only tears for food, his heart breaking. Then he questions, why am I discouraged? Because I put my hope in God and I will praise him. And then he begins that transition. While I may be deeply discouraged, I, I will remember you. I will remember your power in verse 7. And I will remember your love, verse 8. It all goes back to verse 1. You see, verse 1 and 2 is what allows the psalmist to recognize where his hope comes from. It's where we can recognize that our hope comes from. When we long for the Lord, when we seek him out, when we thirst for him more than we thirst for water, when we chase after him, when we're like Jacob, willing to wrestle with the Lord until our blessings come. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God, my Savior and my God. Even when we don't know what the future holds, we still have Hebrews tells us that it's a hope that anchors the soul. And the whole purpose of an anchor is so that no matter what happens around you, you don't drift too far. We praise him. We don't question where he is because we know that he is with us. We are no longer separated from him. We offer praises and worship to him, the source of our hope. We don't need to know what's going to happen Tomorrow, because we know what will happen when it's all said and done. Those who are faithful and believe will be rewarded with eternal life from our loving Father. And because of that, 
that everlasting hope, we can praise him. In the storms, and the sun is shining, we can praise him in mountaintop experiences, when we may even feel lost in the woods. We turn to him and praise and worship our heavenly father. And so the question for you this day as we end is what does your relationship with our Father look like? What is your relationship with Christ? When you come to Christ, you will find a Savior. It will help you day to day. He says in his word, come to me. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. We can feel like the weight of the world is on our shoulders, but through Jesus, we do not have to carry it alone. What is our relationship with our Father? It may seem like tough times, but do we know that he will ultimately get us through? That storm clouds may gather, but the sun is sure to come out. Because in life, storm clouds are going to come. And those seas may rage and the weather may be frightful. But just as there will come a day when the sun comes out, there will come a day when God's Son comes to save and redeem us all who believe. If you are feeling discouraged, concerned, or worried, Turn to the Lord and find everlasting peace and hope that can be found only in Him. Let's pray. Our most gracious and heavenly Father, we thank you for being our source of hope, our source of peace. Lord, with things changing rapidly around us. The world can seem a scary, frightful place. Fear and worry of the unknown can steal our joy and our peace. But we just ask that you help us to remember 
that you are with us. Would you help us to put our hope in you, to praise you, our Savior and our God, our rock. pours out his unfailing love upon us day after day after day. Bless us. Bless us with peace and with hope. And give us your strength. We ask these things in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. All right, we want to thank you for joining us for morning worship. We will love to see you again Wednesdays. We do Christ in Crafts at 6 o'clock Central Standard Time. Right after that, we have Story Time. And then on Saturdays at 10 o'clock Central Standard Time, we have Bible Study, Bible Journaling. And then, of course, we'll be back here next Sunday at 11 o'clock Central Standard Time to worship with you again. Have a blessed day, everyone.